Okay. Um, we're on? Yeah. Okay, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, welcome to the women's Torah class, but not for women only. Uh, before we begin the class, I wanted to, to announce with uh, great thanks to Hashem that uh, our latest book has been published called Pasha Mnemonics, which is on the weekly uh, Torah portion based on the simon, the Masoretic note that our rabbis give us to tell us how many verses there are on the Pasha. And these notes and the amount of verses explain the beauty of the Torah portion. So it's called Parsha Namanix again, and uh, you're welcome to acquire your own copy. If you go to Heitz Chabad, our website, and go to books, you will find it, and we'll be happy to send one to you. Again, uh, we hope you will purchase the book and acquire the book called Parsha Namanix. I would like to begin this morning with a story. I would like to begin with a story, and that is, unfortunately, many people recently were sick because of this terrible pandemic called coronavirus or COVID-19. And there was this man who had to go to the hospital. He was hospitalized because it was very difficult for him to breathe. And Baruch Hashem, fortunately, after one day of being in the hospital, he was released. When he was released, he was handed a bill for the day in the hospital to receive the oxygen because his oxygen level was very low. And therefore, they gave him oxygen the entire day. And after Baruch Hashem getting stronger and his oxygen level going back up, he was now released from the hospital. As he was released from the hospital, he was given a bill. He looks at the bill and he sees that the bill is $5,000. All of a sudden, he says, wow, $5,000. And he begins to cry. He starts crying. The doctor sees the patient is crying. He walks over to the patient and says, Sir, is everything okay? And he sees the patient looking at the bill. And the doctor says to the patient, You know, if you can't afford to pay it, it's okay. You can still go home. And, you know, we'll work out some sort of a, a paying over the next 12 months and you'll pay it out slowly. The man turned to the doctor and said, Doc, it's not a problem. And he wrote out a check for $5,000 and he gave it to the doctor. And he said, Doc, it's not the money, it's just the appreciation. And the doctor said, what do you mean, what appreciation? He said, you know, every day of my life I breathe. I breathe fresh air. And we take for granted that God gives us air and oxygen every day, it's for free. And now I see that to have oxygen just for one day, it's already $5,000. $5,000 one day to have oxygen. And therefore I began to cry to realize that I did not truly acknowledge God and thank God for all of the blessings that he gives me. As we just recited to Hillim Psalm 150, we said, Kerl Anishama, to Halel Ka Haleluka, that every soul 
praise his almighty God. Our rabbis tell us instead of Kol Anishama, we should say Kol Nishima Nishima. For every breath that we take, we have to thank Almighty God. And by thanking Almighty God for every breath that we take, that is the way God will continue to give us air and continue to give us oxygen and to continue to bless us with all of our daily needs. On this note of praising God, we read now the Pasha of Emor. Emor means to speak, to speak nicely and gently and to speak words of, of praise and encouragement. In the portion of Emmer, we talk about the mitzvah of Sfirah Omer, the mitzvah of counting the Omer. Right now, we are between the days of Passover and Shavuos. It's a time that we count the Omer, 49 days. Listen to what the Torah says over here. If you have a Chumash at home, open it up to Leviticus chapter 23, verse 12, or rather verse number 15. It says like this, You shall begin to count the morning, the second day of Shabbos, which means the second day of Passover, from when you begin to bring the sacrifice of the barley, you shall count seven complete weeks. Now, how much is seven complete weeks? Seven complete weeks means 49 days. In the next parsha, or rather the next pasuk, pasuk number 16, it says, you shall count until after the seventh week, and you shall count 50 days. And you shall bring a new minuch offering unto God. So in verse number 15, it says, you shall count seven weeks. Seven weeks is only 49 days. In Pasuk number 16, it says you shall count... 50 days. Is it 50 or 49? What's happening? Our rabbis tell us that in truth, a Jew, a person, can only count 49 days. 49 represents the 49 days or the 49 gates of Bina understanding. Man can only acquire 49 levels of understanding. The 50th level is a gift from God. So, really, we're acquiring the 50th level. But that's a gift. But we actually count only 49. So by us working on these 49 days and developing ourselves and refining our character traits, because each person has seven emotional character traits, seven attributes, and these seven attributes are divided into seven various levels so seven times seven is 49. And therefore, by working on ourselves and opening up these 49 gates, we are now given a gift on the 50th day that God gives us the 50th gate of being of understanding. So we realize that when it comes to Sphira, if you look into the actual counting, we count today is two days, today is 29 days, 
we don't count, for example, today is the 29th day or today is the 14th day. In other words, we count the cardinal numbers, not the ordinal numbers. Why? Because it's not only that we are 29 days away from Pesach or 15 days away from Pesach, but rather each day we acquired a new level plus the previous level. So today is day two. Day one, I acquired one level. Day two, I now have the first day plus the second day. I reached day 10. Today is 10 days to the Omer. I have the nine previous levels plus the 10th level. So when I reach 49 levels of acquisition, and I now acquired the 49th level of Bina, of understanding, on the 50th day, God blesses me, and he gives me a gift of the 50th level of Bina. Now, it's interesting that when it comes to this mitzvah of the sphere of the counting of the Omer, each person has their own individual mitzvah. In contrast, for example, to Shabbos. Shabbos is the seventh day of the week. If you count it or not, it's Shabbos. In other words, if I'm traveling from here, from New York to Israel, and Israel is seven hours, let's say, ahead, when Shabbos comes in, that's Shabbos. Even though in America it's not Shabbos yet, it doesn't matter. Now, what happens if I travel from New York to Australia? It's the same thing. You, you gain a day, and or rather you lose a day, and therefore Shabbos become, comes in a day early. You can't say, well, I started Shabbos a few days ago. It's not Shabbos for me yet in New York. It doesn't matter. If you are not right now in Australia, now it is for you Shabbos. This is true when it comes to Shabbos. And similarly, when it comes to the sabbatical year, it says that the Sanhedrin is to count seven years to make this a sabbatical year. And the same is true with the Jubilee year. They count 50 years and it becomes the 50th year of the Jubilee year. The same is true when it comes to the Chodesh, when it comes to the month. The Bezdin is the one that declares the new month. However, when it comes to the counting of the Omer, the Sfirat Omer, each one of us makes a bracha every night. And each one of us counts the day of the Omer. Why? Because the Omer is a personal connection that we have to God. It's a personal mitzvah. It's about refining our seven midos. It's about refining our seven emotional traits. Our seven emotional attributes. And sometimes you can finish a day earlier, and sometimes you finish a day later. It doesn't matter. But we have to count these 49 days. We have to work on ourselves to refine these 49 emotions, these 49 attributes. The seven emotions times seven. Now, with this in mind, we can understand a phenomenal thing pertaining to the what we call in Hebrew the Kava Tairuch the international dateline. And that is, if you are coming from, let's say, Japan to New York, between Passover and Shavuos, then you celebrate Shavuos one day earlier. You are celebrating Shavuos one day before Jews in America. How do you understand this? I will tell you the following story. In 1961, there was a Jew who came to Crown Heights 
for the holiday of Shavuos. That year, it was a three-day holiday. It was Shabbos, and then Sunday and Monday was Shavuos. Now, this Jew came to spend the holiday of Shavuos with the Lubavitcher Rebbe. He stayed at the home of the renowned scholar and oral scribe by the name of Rabbi Yoel Khan. Rabbi Yoel Khan was the official oral scribe of the Rebbe, who, after every Fabringen and Shabbos, would record the, the entire Fabringen almost word for word that the Rebbe spoke for three, four, or five hours. And he did this for many years, starting when the Rebbe first became Rebbe in 1950. And Rabbi Yel Khan was the one that sponsored or hosted this individual. And so Friday night at the meal, they were talking, and this fellow happened to tell Rabbi Yel Khan that he was coming from Japan. Rabbi Yel Khan, being the Rebbe's oral scribe, knowing the Rebbe's talks on the counting of the Omer, he tells the gentleman, it comes out, the way I understand it, is that now is for you Shavuos. Even though for us in America it's only Shabbos, Shavuos starts Sunday. But for now, for you, it's already Shavuos. And therefore, you should recite over the Amidah the way one is supposed to say it on Shavuos. And also recite Kiddush again for the holiday Kiddush of Shavuos. So the, the gentleman listened to Rabbi Yoyo. He accepted his, his halachic verdict. And he recited again the Amidah according to the holiday of Shavuos. And he also recited the Kiddush for a second time. The following morning, they went to 770, they spoke to the rabbis there, and the rabbis were not clear. They were confused on what exactly the halacha should be. Because even though the Rebbe spoke about this concept numerous times, he never gave a clear verdict, and therefore they weren't sure what exactly the fellow should do. Rabbi Yel Khan said, look, at the end of davening, the Rebbe goes upstairs and people stand around the door. Stand there, the Rebbe will wish you good Shabbos. And tell the Rebbe two words. I was in Japan. Haiti be upon. The man stands by the door as the Rebbe is leaving the sanctuary in 770 to go upstairs to the second floor. And the Rebbe turns to each person there saying, good Shabbos, good Shabbos. When it came to this fellow again, the Rebbe turned to him and the man said to the Rebbe, Hayiti biyapan, I was in Japan. The Rebbe then wishes him good Shabbos, good Yomtif. And then the Rebbe continues walking, turns around and says, you should celebrate the receiving of the Torah with joy. To receive the Torah with joy. So now the man understood clearly that for him it's Shavuos. Even though it's Shabbos for everybody else in New York, for him it's Shavuos. That evening after Shabbos, Rabbi El Khan was told by one of the secretaries of the Rebbe, the Rebbe wants to talk to him. Rabbi El Khan goes into the Rebbe's office and the Rebbe says, that fellow that was standing next to you at Davening, is he in your home? 
Gabriel can't say, he's by me, he's by me. <clears throat> so the Rebbe said, you should know that Shabbos was for him Shavuos. However, tonight already, Saturday night, even though it is for us in America Shavuos, for him it's already Ois Yomtif. It's no longer Shabbos and no longer Yomtif. In other words, tomorrow morning, Sunday morning, he should put on Tfilin and Talis and Davin like a normal weekday Davening. It's not for him at all, this concept of Yomtif. He already had his Shavuos yesterday. Tabiol Khan, however, was a bit conflicted. Why? Because we find an interesting halacha in the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch. In the Shulchan Aruch Arav, the Alter Rebbe says like this, that there's two concepts when it comes to the holiday of Shavuos. Number one is Shavuos means weeks, the holiday of weeks. And therefore, after counting seven weeks, the 50th day is for you the holiday of Shavuos. And then there's another concept, a second concept, and that is the giving of the Torah, Matan Torah. Matan Torah was on the sixth day of the month of Sivan. Now, in the time when the Beis Amigdash stood and you actually sanctified the new moon, based on a witness's testimony, it was possible that Shavuos, which was the sixth day of Sivan, would not be the 50th day of the Omer. It would be the 52nd day of the Omer. Or the 51st day of the Omer. Or a day earlier or a day later, depending on when they sanctified the new moon. Now this concept that Shavuos and Matan Torah could be two separate days is today relevant when we are dealing with the Kava when we are dealing with the international dateline. Because this fellow who came from Japan, he traveled to Japan between Passover and Shavuos, he now, his 50th day was actually on Shabbos, which was the day before everyone else celebrated Shavuos. However, when is the actual day of Shavuos? The day of Shavuos is the sixth day of the month of Sivan, which was a Sunday. So Rabbi Yael Khan had the question. On one hand, it was yomtif for him, for this Jew from Japan, on Shabbos. It was his 50th day, but it was not yet the Matan Torah, it was not yet the holiday of the giving of the Torah, which was still Sunday. And yet the Rebbe turned to him and said, you should receive the Torah with joy, implying that for him was also the giving of the Torah, but it's not so. Shavuos, the giving of the Torah, which is Zaman Matan Torah, Seinu, is actually on the sixth day of Sivan. So Rabbi El Khan asked the Rebbe, but the Alter Rebbe says in Shulchan Aruch that we don't say Zaman Matan Torah, Seinu, unless it's the sixth day of Sivan. In other words, when you recite the Amidah, for Yom Tiv, there are two things. You say, Chag HaShavuos Hazeh. Number one, it's the holiday of Shavuos. And then we say, it's also Zaman Matan Teresenu, it's the time of the giving of the Torah. So the Rebbe said that that is true, that the person who keeps Shavuos a day earlier or a day later, depending on how he's traveling, 
would only recite in the Amida the holiday of Shavuos. Chag HaShavuot Hazeh. He does not recite Zeman Matan Tredesenu, the time of the giving of the Torah. Because for him, it was not yet the time of the giving of the Torah. The giving of the Torah is on the sixth day of the month of Siva. So Rabbi Yoyal had a question, why then did the Rebbe wish this person Kabbalah Zatayda B'Simcha, Afreilich and Kabbalah Zatayda, a happy receiving the Torah, if for him was not yet Zaman Matan Torah Seinu, it was not yet the sixth day of Sivan. And this was Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yabriel Khan's dilemma. The Rebbe would fabring Matsoi Shavuos as the holiday of Shavuos went out. And at that fabringing, the Rebbe introduced something novel, very interesting. The Rebbe said at that time that there are two aspects. There are two aspects of Shavuos. There are two aspects of Zaman Matan Torah Seinu. There are two aspects of receiving the Torah. Number one, there's a personal receiving of the Torah. And number two, there's a general receiving of the Torah. There's a personal receiving of the Torah. And that is after a person counts 49 days. And he refines himself and receives these 49 levels of Bina, of understanding, now on the 50th day, he is given the 50th level of Bina, of understanding. That's his personal Matan Torah. And then there's a general Matan Torah. And that is the sixth day of Siva. And that is when God gave Torah to the Jewish people. Regardless where you find yourself in the world, regardless how many days you counted or did not count, every single Jew is given the Torah from God on the sixth day of Sivan. So here we see there are two aspects of receiving the Torah. There's a level that we could develop on our own, and that is for 49 days we refine ourselves, we recite the Sphira, and we purify ourselves, and we bring down new light into our daily life, new energy. And this is something that a person could truly attain on their own. But then there's a level that you cannot attain on your own. It must be given by God. There's the quantum leap, the quantum level of blessing and light and Torah that this can only be given by God on Sinai. As we know that the forefathers studied the Torah before the Torah was given. However, even though they knew the whole Torah and the entire tribe of Levi studied the entire Torah throughout all the years in the Egyptian exile, yet God still gave the Torah again on Sinai. And the answer is there are two levels of Torah. There's the personal Torah, what one is able to acquire on their own. And then there's the level of God putting his essence into the Torah. And that is a gift from God to his children. It's a gift from God to his nation. And therefore, as we are now reading the portion of Emor, which talks about the counting of the Omer, even if you miss the Omer, you should continue to count it every night without a bracha. Because this is a reminder that we have a unique opportunity to truly, truly transform ourselves. As the Rebbe wrote in a letter to a, to a famous singer, and the Rebbe told him, you should know, God gives each and every one of us a gift that from Passover to Shavuos, over these 49 days, we can totally transform ourselves from being slaves to being free, from being in Egypt to being at Sinai, from being finite to acquiring infinity. This is a gift that God gives each and every one of us. You don't have to go to any of these coaches. You don't have to join up to any of these clubs. You have it here, right here in the Torah by reciting every night the Svira. It's for free. You can truly transform yourself and become 
better people and holier people and truly be a light unto all the nations of the world. And so we hope and pray that as we count the Omer to receive the Torah on Sinai, as we know that the Arizal tells us that every year on Shavuos, these days are, are not only reminded, but they are actualized. In other words, that the same revelation that took place on Shavuos takes place every year again. And therefore, it takes place with greater might and greater shock and greater awe and greater inspiration. However, we need to begin to develop ourselves first. And this is the, the gift that God gives us in this week's Torah portion, the counting of the Omer. To remind everybody that also this coming Friday is the second Passover, which is Pesach Sheni, which the Rebbe, Rayat, the Rebbe Rayats, the previous Rebbe told us that the meaning of Pesach Sheni is, it's never too late. And even though it could be that you're home and you had quarantine and you had the opportunity to truly become a transformed person, but you did not use that the opportunity yet. For some reason, you're sleeping all day and you're eating all day and, and you're talking all day to people on Zoom, but you haven't really worked on yourself or really transformed the world or accomplished what you wanted to. It's not too late. You have Pesach Sheni, which is this coming Friday, that reminds us that we can make this transformation. With one moment, with one hour, we could truly transform ourselves and transform the entire world. And so to conclude with the words of the Rambam, as the Rambam says that we should always view the world on a scale of 50% good deeds and 50% bad deeds. And one good deed can truly tip the scale to salvation. So to wish everybody a happy and healthy day and a beautiful week and a week of redemption and gaula. And we hope and pray to see an end to this terrible pandemic. And God should bring healing to the entire world with the Kambi of Mashiach speedily in our day.